big debates, unpopular opinions, and a whole lot more. Oh yeah, it's the Once Around Podcast, baby. Hello and welcome back to the Once Around Podcast. I'm Ben today. I'm here with Kai and Luke. And we're going to be previewing Bristol City on Saturday. We've left it a little bit late this week, but there there was so much news that we I feel like we had to leave it this long just to sort of know what was going on in terms of the managerial situation. Uh, so Liam Rossinier and Wayne Rooney are supposedly taking joint charge of the club. However, Wayne Rooney does appear to still want to play and not stay on the sidelines. Kai, will Wayne Rooney pick himself? Yes, I do think he will. <laughs> I, just, I can't see Wayne Rooney dropping Wayne Rooney. I also think, I think it's a bit awkward. I don't know if anyone saw the Radio Derby interview. Uh, the, Radio Derby tweeted a, few, a couple of hours ago now. It was a bit awkward. Rosinia and Rooney both talking about how they wanted the job. So maybe we'll see a Cowley's Brothers sort of style thing. I'm not, who knows? But yeah, it was a very awkward interview because they both wanted a job and that's why I do think it'll still be better to go outside of the club, getting uh, Benitez in, who we all want. But yeah, I think Rooney will start Rooney on Saturday just because it's Wayne Rooney. And where would Rooney start Rooney? Uh, I think he'll play where he thinks he plays best and I'm not really sure why that is to be honest I'm not sure where he thinks that is either so it'll be a surprise I do think we'll play a a better formation I think we'll be playing that three at the back formation because uh Rosinia and Rooney have both I want to say grown up but like been taught that from Koku over the past few weeks and that was our most successful formation over the past few weeks as well so I don't think it'd be too much different from what he had on the field. I think it'll be a bit quicker though, the football. Mm. So we, we can only see now. It's a very confusing time to be a Derby fan. And I feel like we say that once a year anyway. Yeah. Um, do you think Rooney could bring back in Bird? Because obviously Rooney loves Bird that much. So much. Like, do you think he could bring him back in and see the return of Max Bird? I, I think we're going to see a lot more of players that have missed out recently. We're going to see a lot more Whitaker, I reckon, um, who's doing absolute bits with Derby Food Banks. Uh, we're going to see maybe a bit more George Evans because I'd, I'd like I'd like to see a bit more of him at the back in the back line. Louis Sibley, Sibley uh, absolutely deserves to come back in and prove himself um, and. Not not give Knight a rest, but just not have him playing 90 minutes every single game because, well, that's what Ferguson did with Rooney and he burnt out by 28. So we, we don't want to push Knight to the absolute limit this early in his career. Um, Killing him off by the age of 22. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Derby way. That'll be some carry, that was. Yeah. Um, gosh. Yeah, no, I, I do think Bird will definitely get a look in over Shinny because despite form, I, I just think, well, Wayne said it himself, he thinks Max Bird is the best player at Derby County, uh, regardless if we've seen that over the past month or two months. I, I, I still think he, he firmly believes that. Um, How effective do you see our wingers coming into this uh, new new uh, era 
I suppose, with Joswiak, Lawrence, I will might might be fit soon enough. I think it all depends on the tempo we play, because with Koku, it was a very slow tempo, which I think a player like uh, Camille would struggle because he's kind of a quick player who just burst. Whereas with Koku, it was kind of a slow tempo builder, which I don't think suited him. And I think the same with Lawrence. Lawrence is kind of a is similar to Camille. He's just quick turn burst on the pace. He, he's not good at the slow build-up. So I think if we have this quicker tempo like we all want to, I can see our wing has been a lot more effective. But if we keep this slow build-up, then I can just I can still see them being useless. Like just because if you're just going to play slow build-up, then, then there's no need in having wingers because. They're meant to bring the pace into the game, and if there's no pace, then what's the point of having them on the pitch? Yeah, and and who do you think our starting striker will be on Saturday, Kai? Obviously, you can't you you can't predict com- with complete certainty, but you can have at least an idea. I do think there's only really one choice at the moment, and it is Martin Wagon. People will say what they will about that situation, but there isn't a better forward well, striker in our club at the moment. I don't think Kazim Richards, what we're seeing of him, hasn't been good enough. There isn't too much ability in there. There's a lot of physical presence. And I think that counts in the later minutes, late stages of games. But we're, we need goals. And I think Martin Wagon's the, only, the one out of the two of them who will get goals. And we have seen him score before. We will see him score again. I think he's, he's the only realistic choice for us. Yeah. Um. With regards to the fullbacks, do you ever see Craig Forsyth playing for Derby at left back for well the foreseeable future? No, and I I think the only thing you'll get looking them is maybe because of the tight schedules coming up, especially as we head into December. Now it's going to get a quite busy period, and Lee Buchanan, who like might I say he, he had a terrific performance for the under twenty ones for England the other night, getting an assist and that proves the level he's at. And it will take a lot for him to be dropped. It will take the fatigue of games for him to be dropped. That's the only reason I can see Forsyth coming in. But even then I think they'll probably try and mix it around and see what else they can fit into that situation. And then in January we probably will get someone to back up Buchanan when's needed. Yeah, that that's an interesting shout, isn't it? Luke, how much influence do you think the new ownership will have on the transfer window? And not only that, if Rooney and Rossini are still in that caretaker interim manager role, do you think they'll continue looking at the signings that Koku and his team were looking to buy? Or do you think they'll veer in a different direction and acquire some different players that we haven't, heard rumoured at all well I mention this a lot and I always say it depends if Rooney and Rossini stick to what they know which was what they learned under Kaku or go with what they want and I think if they go with what they want then we can see some new players come in and it's a different style of play is what we're used to for now but if they stick to what they know and what Kaku's taught them then it'll be more Kaku type of players and people we all linked with before and people he would want to sign but as well as that, I think the new owners will have a big influence because I feel like they can make the club a bit more appealing to come to at the moment. Because I mentioned on the previous podcast, the club's not the most appealing 
club right now. We're in an awful state. No one knows what's going on. Managerless. We don't know what's happening with the takeover when it's going to get announced. So it's all up in the air. So I think if everything's dusted and settled, I think they can have a massive, massive influence in getting some better players into the club. I think there's no reason to worry about this takeover. It's not being announced. It's not being announced. The fact that Rossini and Rooney have both had conversations now with these new owners or at least representatives of them, it's, sort of, it's, it's announced itself there because there doesn't need to be an official announcement for a takeover to go through. That was yeah. just the icing on the cake. It's like a football player coming to play for us. Yosviak no. was signed before the announcement video. So, I mean, it's a situation where fans want to see it on Twitter because it's reassuring, especially in these yeah. times. But I think our fans also need to take a bit of a, just need to chill out a little bit and realise that it is done. And it's just waiting on those last few announcement bits because at the end of the day, they want to do something a bit bigger maybe to announce this whole situation. It's quite difficult with the current restrictions in UK. So who knows? But I I'm think all parade be, into it, Pride Park. Yeah, it's done at the moment. Do you think the, we can all wait for Morris isolating might put a bit of a, um, a delay on the announcement? That's why I think the the delay was because it was all coming through last week, weren't it? Apparently, and then that sort of got pushed into it. Then Koku sacking and everything. So it's a bit of a situation. It was an issue. The whole thing became an issue as soon as those three had to isolate. Stephen Pearce, Mel Morrison, Philip Cocky, that being. But we're starting to move away from that period now. And I think Bristol City, who we need to get on to talk about, actually, considering we have got a game against them in less than 48 hours now. So uh, they, have been, they are having their own issues with isolating at the moment. Hmm. They are, absolutely. Uh, Bristol City uh, away on the weekend. It's We've played a few home games in a row, so... Time to go away because, of course, we then again form is really unimportant because we've been better away this season than we have been at home. So yeah, uh, we've we haven't had you. You can't really bring our form into it because there's no form in any regard. It's just getting battered week after week after week. The Derby way. Um, Luke, are you optimistic for this upcoming game? Yes and no. I think it's a bit of a breath, a breath of fresh air, breath of fresh air. But um, with the new change and all the like, like Rooney said, a change was needed, and I think that can make the game a bit more positive. Because I wasn't looking for under Koku this season. I did not look forward to watching Derby, and I was going to watch Derby games like great. I feel like I was forcing myself to watch him. So I feel like I am very optimistic about this game and I feel there could be a big change. But at the same time, it's Derby and if we keep playing like how we are with the confidence low, you don't know what could happen because Bristol City have got the players to turn over anyone in this league. Mm. And I think it's just going to be one of those games where smash and grab is, if we get the first goal, we'll win. If we don't, I think we'll lose. Kai, how big of a factor do you feel Chris Martin is going to be? in this game against us. Obviously, it's his the the club where he was for seven, eight years. He, lo- he loves this club, evidently, not enough to stay. Uh, but he, he does love the club. So do you feel he, he knows how to figure out this defence? He, he knows how to unravel them because he's done it in training for eight years? Or do you feel I mean, we'll I'm, throw a spanner I'm, in the works? 
at the moment, I could unravel this defence. <laughs> so I don't think there's any issue with that. I'd... Has he been playing recently? I'm not too sure. I've not really been looking at Bristol City's results. I know James got... Patterson's yeah. been on fire as well recently. That's the one I do know of, which I'm nervous about. But um, The last game before uh, international break, he got his first goal after getting like five assists. He'll be up for it. Chris Martin will. So will Jamie Patterson. And if Andy Vyman were to play, I know he's injured at the moment, um, but if he were to play, he'd be up for it as well. But it's one of those things. It happens to all players. It's just a shame that he's one of our fan favourites. And he, if he scores, it's going to be quite upsetting. It would have been worse if we were there and he, and he scored. So, Would he celebrate if we were there? I don't think he would. And no? I don't think he will do anyway. Because we're not going to let him score. Um, I don't think he would. Because don't, the, don't think, put that out there, guys. The, the, <laughs> the love is too great for Derby County. Yeah. And why would it not be? You mentioned how he knows our weakness, as in our defenders' weakness, and how to overturn our defenders. But do you think our defenders could know his weakness after playing with him for such a long time? That's the same point as well, because to be honest, our, our defence isn't like it was at the end of last season, really, is it? We're playing now three at the back. Bogle's gone. Lowe's gone. You're playing Buchanan on the left-hand side. You've got, three, you've got the three at the back. Clark's there. That's the only real sort of stable figure in that side. Uh, you've got Byrne, who's completely new. So it's a completely different defence, realistically. Don't forget so, to Beric. Exactly, yeah. That's if he starts. He's been a bit yeah. in and out of the team. Curtis Davis didn't play much last season. George Evans was in and out of the team. So was Andre Wisdom. He was switching in and out of right back. So it's not like it's the exact same side he's got to play against. But I do think, as Luke said, we, we all know how to combat him. We'll know what he's good at. We know what he's weak at running so <laughs> we'll just see what we can do but it's up to our forwards as well to get goals which hasn't happened and that's been an, an the main issue this season goals win games as as michael owen would say luke are we in the absolute worst case scenario or could this situation at derby get much worse i don't think it can get much worse when you're bottom of the league like the typical saying, the only way is up, is is true because we can only go up. We can't go any further down. Yes. But I think, yeah. Um, but I think it can get worse depending on the first goal. And that first goal has been the story of our season. It's like what the Barnsley manager mentioned. He said, we knew as a team, if we got this first goal, this team would crumble. And I think the same could happen again because we're already low on confidence because we're not winning, not exactly even drawing, we're just losing. So I think it all depends on that first 10 minutes and that first goal and how we open up. But one thing I do want to mention is, I don't know if this is just the club putting these certain photos out, but the players look a lot happier in training. All these photos, they're just smiling. That's just clever press, basically. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it was a lot of, they probably didn't even do much match practice on that day because players out on international duty and everything they'll probably like oh let's go and see our oh, team camaraderie look at them all there having a great time there's there's no issue whatsoever it was it was probably like that under Koku. it's just it needs to make it look better than what's going on which is a massive volcano yeah. that's about to erupt right uh, i think we might as well do predictions then and and see how bleak we're we're truly feeling kai 
Let's have your Bristol City prediction, please. There's a fine line to put in Derby between a blind optimist and a blind delusionist. So I want to be optimistic. I don't think it can get much worse than Barnsley because Barnsley was just absolutely terrible for the entire club and what happened after that basically summed up the Barnsley game. So I want to be a bit more positive. I don't think we'll win. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw because, again, I can't see a score in 1-1. But I do think we can keep them out because of their COVID situation. Players aren't training for them. So fitness levels may be down for them, hopefully. I'm going off anything right now. I'm just trying to claw back any sort of hope. Yeah. And yourself, Luke, uh, if you were to put a number to your prediction of performance, this is quite possibly the hardest game to predict because we're both, both clubs are in a stupid situation. But I always mention this and I don't think I will shut up about this. It's all down to the first goal. I think if we get the first goal, 2-1 Derby. If they get the first goal, it'll be 2-0 Bristol City. Wow. That's big. Um, my whole thing this season, sorry, just my whole thing this season is if we concede, we will not win games. But compared to Lampard two years ago, if it's if we concede, we come back and win. Like It's like with Lampard, we had to concede to do good and now it's... It's the opposite. Just don't concede, lads. <laughs> Just hold back. 11, 11 men on the line. To be fair, if every game ended nil-nil, we'd still have more points. Yeah. We do now. Uh, how depressing. Um, as for me, I am going to be the stupid optimist that I always am. 3-1 Derby County. We concede first. Then we score three. I know. I know. But I I just reckon we're going to play a bit more of a counter-attacking style in this game. A bit more, yeah, a bit more pace. You know, it comes to a point where you're just going to look so stupid on Twitter right now. I don't think I can look any more stupid on Twitter, Luke. There, there's really a level to this, and I've I surpassed that many, many months ago. I yeah. also like how we, we spent a long time waiting for this podcast to, to do it in the hope of any information and we're still stuck in the same position we were back on Sunday night, basically. Yeah. Or Saturday night, whenever cocky got it feels like a blur now. Lockdown. Honestly. This is what our lockdown does to you. Yeah. Anyway, uh thank you so much for listening to the Watch Around podcast. I've been Ben. I've been joined by Kai and Luke. I really hope we win tomorrow. Yeah. Right. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>